Welcome back to my lovely HP community. We have some channeled guidance for our lovely 5DC relationships. And as the energies continue to be enlightening, to say the least, uh, we also know that we're moving all the way up till November into this uh, beautiful new energy. So you will have a different number of people in your life between Zen masters, disciples, non-disciples, and of course, compulsive as well. And this is a, not a race and it is not good or bad and it is not something that you are in charge of. What does this mean? When you become a full-fledged functional adult, so you're a differentiated self, you're a person who relates to subject matters, the human science stuff, the human elements, so sociology, psychology, neuroscience, all that I bring to the picture. You guys know this in gals and days. Um, the metaphysics, esotericism, holistic, the middle stuff. And then even for me, Ayurveda would be in here. So is Reiki, so are Cam, so is naturopathy, uh, plus Atlantean, Lemurian, okay? In the middle, spiritual stuff is that. Spirituality is only said guru, and then I don't talk about religion, but Jesus is, you know, Christ consciousness, 5D, one, oneness consciousness. I mean, it's uh, straightforward. Unconditional love is what Jesus is, and uh, a whole person, a functional adult, walks with the people, talks with the people, in fact, a Zen master. And more than just that, uh, connected to the field of consciousness, like Buddha, or Siddhartha, I think is the name of Buddha, and then any other of those individuals who's considered throughout our years of history as a person who's connected to the sphere. And that's where this is not a competition. Uh, 5D people, functional adults, are not uh, creating competitions because that's actually for the adaptive children to do. Anyone who is an insecure ego, it's a person who has an insecure self, excuse me, so they don't know how to stay within their green. They don't know how to move into an integrated mind. And really what it is is they choose not to because they justify their unresolved trauma because the movies have made it cool to be an adaptive child. I'm going to prove I'm right. I'm going to debate to you. I'm going to, uh, if not that, I'm going to control the situation. And there's a lot of different ways that when you meet the people who are not bringing together more than one topic, so more than one area. So when I hear people saying uh, becoming enlightened is only if you're in yoga. No, you, you don't have to be in a yoga anything. Now, yoga equates you, the spirituality process, the functional adult. Functional adult can equate you as a yogi. I mean, this is where I would not go out and do that type of stuff because there's no need to if you're a 5D person. You're not trying to label yourself. But what I'm trying to get at is when I hear someone saying the ancients know and the science doesn't, no, the science does. Or, oh, the ancients knew already. The science now is catching up. Uh, again, why are you competing? Why are you giving me something that is on a uh, gauge that doesn't need to be? Because if I need to gauge anything, Mathematically speaking, what is important to me is the data on the level of oxygen that we have distributed with however many people, so number, a number, uh, the atmosphere. And apparently, you know, again, our, our leaders don't believe in global warming. So there you go. Not everybody. And they're called leaders. 
they don't believe the earth. So I don't know what to tell you because there's people that believe those leaders. Uh, so yeah, until we have that level of uh, debate, I would say our priority is to try and get people that are debating the equation of how much oxygen there is in the air or not, and not yelling at each other though, because this is where that's not effective. But what I was trying to get to is when people want to debate with me concepts that equate evil doesn't exist, shame cycles are what exist, being compassionate beyond reason, learning to be your adult version, it's very important because that is how you're going to maybe, one, you live a good life, Actually, that's for sure if you achieve enlightenment. And it's not because of yoga. Now, I know yoga, again, has a very specific uh, term or way that it's used by those who practice it as their way of life. And that's the point. It's a way of life that some people will practice. The exercises of yoga are ventral vagal nerve toning exercises. I learned some spirituality stuff and I did some yoga. Thank you, said Guru. Do I find benefits from it? Yes. Did I, like revolutionize my world no but that's because i'm a restorative embodied self i was already in a love cycle i was already in this optimalized brain i'm lucky what can i say uh i actually don't think that it's about luck i think that my brain was used not to make predictions of the future basing it on these stereotypes that i saw my teenage friends oh you're evil you're evil you're evil you all lied they all did this in the meantime, I participated in activities with groups. And in the first year of my teenage year, what I learned was mm, you're all unreliable. You all do things that are quite uh, dangerous. Uh, I don't know about this excessive drinking or this excessive idea of any of this drug use. Like you, you're doing shit that the adults are saying is not good. Mm, you seem to continue to do it. I, I think your level of intellect must not work well. Oh, wait, you're teenagers. That, that must be what it is. Now I'm an adult. So, oh, no, it's not. It's actually people who addictive behaviors. They're maladaptive responses to unresolved trauma. So please, please have compassion. Oh, and modulated people. Don't stay here, please. Go away. Anyone who wants to think somebody is needing to shame someone. No, nobody shames anyone. And this is not the platform if you still think you need to shame people. Because it means you're in a shame cycle without your own awareness of you being in one. By the way. And, oh, guess what? You can't solve something if you don't see it. Where is that lovely sentence that she spoke? My lovely teacher for yoga. Uh, basically, if you're not able to acknowledge that there's a situation at hand, you're not going to be able to transcend it. And most people don't know they have a shame cycle when they're telling me that they uh, think people need to be shamed. And that's because they don't know that it's a feeling in their body of disgust and or of I'm defective and that they actually will say, no, no, but my life has no meaning if I don't have something outside of me. It's like, yes, okay, that actually equates what I was trying to share. And, you know, so you cannot heal what you don't acknowledge. We humans, she says, are a process. So you're a process of your own self. And the brain science lady lets us in on that too. So you can work with your brain if you were a teenager like me with a love cycle, you started, which means you said, you know, just because teenagers don't know how to be reliable and they lie and they do a lot of things, they say they got your back and they don't have your back. I'm not going to go down that path. I choose love. And lo and behold, love cycle. But there is no defectiveness on the bottom. So, okay, this is very important to know because there are teenagers, they have the defectiveness and they're also in abusive, neglectful, and horrible households. So they actually don't have until they do. I mean, teenage, they still get to choose. But if they're surrounded by people that are not 
actual uh, love cycle. They're not going to get to a space of enlightenment yet. And on that note, my lovely teacher, she has a lot of experiences um, of being around areas that are, or of being in situations. Uh, I don't know her whole story, but she got to where she's at and she actually built a 12-step program that uses yoga to help people to get out of addictions, um, yogic perspective to overcome addiction. And she has Ayurveda on her belt and also uh, somatic experiencing and other aspects, other degrees. Uh, at the end of the day, it's beautiful what she's doing and she's helping people to understand how to use yoga. And that's where, as she points out, people can use this tool foolishly. So if you have a fool using yoga, and when we see people who think that just because they do yoga, they have now accessed some level of plane, well, uh, you know, did you know that in the updated diagnostics of diseases or of mental health disorders, there is uh, those who are... Uh, overly obsessed with eating in a clean way. There's a word for it, like only eating specific stuff. And, and so anything can become a condition that is compulsive. And that's where she explains it with uh, energy charges. And that's something that we learned about in the absence of yoga. I learned about my nervous system from my somatic trauma expert teachers. That's why, again, we bring together all. So your 5DC relationships, you treat them like human beings. Yoga, we use the spirituality information to expand on our knowledge. It's not the foundation. You are a person. Your name is your name. Yourself is in the executive decision-maker part of your brain on the right, according to Patrick McNamara, one of our neuroscientists. We don't set anything in stone. It's food for thought, as always. But you want to lay the groundwork so that you can transcend your physical, the body's cyclical patterns, which equate your actual potentially dysfunctional patterns. So if you're out of a shame cycle and in a love cycle, it means you love all people, you want to hug people, you only are compassionate, one. And when you have downs or highs, you know it's okay, you work with inner growth. You don't go pointing a finger outside and say, oh, they made me do it. Teenagers that chose to be in a state of love are already here where I speak to you from. There's no doubt about it because they will have chosen to be in their green while others continue to be inconsistently, unnecessarily in adaptive child responses competing because of insecurities. And our leaders, hopefully they'll get uh, to be better in the time that we have May we, you know, fingers crossed, find uh, an ability for 5D educators to reach them because yoga is not enough. Even if they do all the yoga that Sadhguru will present to them, they need tangible because that's what leaders in systems need. They don't need the philosophy, meaning, yeah, philosophy can inspire them. We want people like that political science guy who actually, he's one of those 5D educators, has made it clear to the systems and that's we want tests that prove what type of person you are before you can even bother maybe at a certain point being in any type of institution at all. I would like to see that. 
personally, simply because I know that a lot of people should not be leading. They don't actually care when they wake up in the morning that they keep saying global warming doesn't exist. And in the meantime, there are some of us who are very much aware that it does exist and we want it to be taken care of, not tomorrow, <laughs> today, now. And we have enough smart people out there that can get along because there's enough functional adults, that's for sure, in the 5D educator land. Now, there are some that are not. I'm not talking about those people. They insult each other's colleagues, each other, all that stuff. Those are adaptive children. I'm talking about the ones who bring together all topics and say, okay, here's what we have, and there is no, you know, it's either this way or that way. Uh, so, again, very clear, straightforward, back to our relationship land, because we do personal development. The ones of you who are aware of your patterns, it's great. You don't shame yourself. You don't blame yourself. You don't fault yourself. You don't revenge yourself. And you don't blame, shame, fault, or revenge others. So you don't have inner critic, outer critic anymore. You don't deny through sex, drugs, alcohol, or food, or workaholism. You don't do compulsive. Now, the lady that I'm learning from, because at the time of this recording, I have one more day of this beautiful workshop to do. But as she points out, there is a sentence, and I don't quote all the people because I don't have my notes with the names of the people, and I don't have the slides yet. But one, all disease, she says, is a crime against wisdom. It's according to the yogic principles or something like that, or Ayurveda. Um, power and control is the biggest situation here and you know the part about why yoga misses out by not integrating psychoeducation is this control is your brain you your your left mode okay it, it is trying to keep you safe and your right mode comes up with a feeling of unsafety as long as yoga is the only word you use you don't know what this means i'm going to spell it out to you your trauma actually has something to do with the life of here and now with emotions that were too much too soon too fast you don't need to have akashic record readings to actually handle your energetic sphere of now this is the saddest part of 4d people they get lost in this land that is beautiful but it's more beautiful to integrate it all and to bring the thoughts the feelings the actions everything in alignment and to manifest that which your heart, that's where we're headed, by the way, with the energies, that which your heart desires. And whatever your heart desires, if you're 5D, it's you. And you don't need to be told this by yogis or not yogis or science people. It's a common sense. This is for my love cycle people, excuse me. Unfortunately, for our shame cycle people, to my love cycle people, they need the compassionate beyond a reason mirrors and believe me you'll get punched quote unquote in the heart not the face you'll get stabbed you'll get all these lovely things that people in 4d land want to talk about as torture it's not torture in any way shape or form it's called people treating you like shit for no other reason except for they deny to acknowledge that they have unresolved trauma mm, they deny to acknowledge that they are not a problem but that if there is a problem that them behaving in ways that are angry offensive whatever there's no need to shame themselves again and again but there's also no need to keep doing it 
very straightforward. How can your intention uh, become stronger than your dysfunctional pattern? Oh, let me think again. Thank you, brain lady of neuroscience who says the brain keeps a score and the body's the scorecard. You know, she's doing that whole thing because Basil van der Kolk, the body keeps a count. And here, they both go hand in hand and you're still the host of it all. There's your answer. Inner growth mindset. Mindset is everything. You with your mind, not the outside. You. The outside is only when people are not yet their optimal mind version. It means, oh, you're to blame. You didn't give me what I wanted you to give me. Now, a lot of people, they don't like to hear that. Who's a lot? All the non-disciples or disciples, doesn't matter. But see, if it's a disciple, then they're going to get curious. What does that mean? They want more 5D mystic, more 5D educators. They want more of what expands. So the heart of 5D wants more, not less, of that which brings creativeness and expansion of all because their brain and their heart and their body, every one of us, wants to move into its optimal version, which is a restorative embodied self and an integrated mind. Those who resist it, and so they fight it, they allow their dysfunctional pattern with their dis distorted ego self that is defective to say, no, no, I'm defective in a real way, and so are you. And evil does exist, and I'm going to prove you must be evil because there's no way you can actually see anything of what you're saying. <laughs> there's a whole way that I, I won't even bother trying as my lovely teacher mentions, a fool will use a tool, but a fool that uses a tool like yoga is still a fool, so they can use this tool very foolishly, and that's where our 4D plane and all the people in the middle are, and not because they're foolish in a way of creating any type of deadly, no, no, they're just spitting out stuff that other people are like, oh, I'm going to go on that bandwagon over there, they're cool. The people who want to move into 5D land, they don't listen to 4D people too much because they see through the bullshit, they get data, they move on. Rigid leaders are uninteresting. They're limited consciousness, which will feel very limited in their energy, in their mouth, and their opinion of likes and dislikes is, you know, consistent. They don't vary. I share with you when I can and when I remember my likes and dislikes because they come through my tongue. Say, yes, there's a person here. My name's Maria. Uh, did you think you're going to get channeled guidance without the person? If you did think so, well, I'm so sorry. No, I'm still a human being. You know, even Sadhguru. I've seen the person of Sadhguru. I won't go specifying it, but there is an ego there, and this makes sense. I know his background a little bit enough to know why that self is there. And so, again, we all have personality. It ain't going anywhere going to accompany you, but denying to acknowledge that your problem is not a problem that you need to be ashamed of, and then resisting to acknowledge the problem, or again, resisting to acknowledge that you are feeling you unsettled inside, and then you're using that energy with another human, oh, let me make up the reason why I'm going to keep on being unkind, so it's, it is what it is, that's where the compassionate beyond a reason, we don't react when those things happen, we actively acknowledge our intention is to be safe havens and secure bases. Why? Because why would we not be love? 
Why would we choose to behave in a way that's heartbreaking? That's not uh, something nice. We are confident for real, not pretend. That's from the heart, by the way. And that's restorative embodied self and integration of the mind. So when our charged states come up, we don't need yoga to know that it's uh, charged. So we know rajasic. I remember being a kid and learning about this anger, energy, anxious, or just a charge. It's not anger necessarily because I don't get angry, but I'm like, ah, it's, it's more of ventral vagal nerve, engaged, restorative, angry Buddhist, but without being a Buddhist. So it's a beautiful depth of emotion because when you're in and locked and loaded in your ventral vagal, like that nervous system menu that we learned about from the lady who shared it with people during COVID, so if you have hyper, you want to learn how to effectively release the frustrated, pent-up energy. And if it's uh, low, which would be this other word uh, that she uses is, uh, shoot, here it is, tamasic. So tamasic is when it's low. So that's your dorsal vagal. And that's where you're not in the middle. The middle is you in neutrality and equanimity. It's you, the adult you. And it's you and your ventral vagal because Krishna Lila also curious. You get curious of the depths of you. So tamasic slow is when a person is there with you, but they're completely dissociated. So you can always tell when a person is low on energy. It's very interesting because an individual who wants to work with themselves can bring themselves online. So there's exercises for low energy. For example, that the lady who gives us the menu, she's a psychiatrist, psychologist, she's a doctor, uh, I believe PhD, but I forget her exact name and title. If you're curious, let me know, though. I have the email saved so that I could share it if anybody wants the menu. And it's on nicabm.com. You could look up menu for nervous system, something like that, for learning how to regulate yourself. Um, so on that note, <clears throat> if you're self-empowered and enlightened, it means you know how to do regulation and you're not pointing a finger at people. And so when you're around other people, you do know we co-regulate and you know how to settle in if you're around hyper nervous systems or hypo. Hypo usually isn't affecting us as much. It's the hyper that can get overwhelming depending on the safety behavior of that nervous system. So I have like a big man, baby, child, they get into attach, cry, but it's an excited one. So their one-year-old gets very excited sometimes to the extent that they're just full of this energy and I need to keep them a little bit away. When they're calm, then it's cool. So there are times when they're at ease in their nervous system and that is where when they're near me, it's okay because their energy is not overwhelming. Any person who gets to know their true self gets to know them as the person. And, you know, again, yoga, great portfolio of ventral vagal toning exercises that you may enjoy spirituality stories because your mind is tickled by them. There you go. But if you're involved in anything for personal development for real, it means you know about the human stuff. And I say for real because those who only do spiritual or spirituality, they are usually in spiritual bypassing not the ones who become instructors and teachers. They serve the purpose, which is to educate us about mixing and matching and bringing all things together, which is what I also do. But our stuff is pseudoscience. Uh, it's not bullshit. 
but it is bullshit to those who don't follow along and it's self-help and it's not crap it's actually self-help for those of us who like to be our own self and we work with ourselves and so we're good with people who empower us with information which is what i do i empower you with information and you know it's not perfect and channeled guidance so the intuitiveness comes through and you also know i don't know everything <laughs> i am still a channel and my name's maria and as we move more and more and more into this so i was trying to explain the connectedness between yes a yoga perspective and it's positives to overcome addiction and that addiction is not just about drugs sex food or alcohol it's any time that your energy is not in the middle the attention to your energy is very easy because it's your nervous system and so if you are a person who takes yourself seriously you will have learned about somatic exercises you will have learned about mindfulness and how it helps you work with your cortex and therefore you learn to wield your brain as you wish you do not need to follow a guru and bow down to anyone and i know that some people might think that is silly but i see people and it's not because sad guru is asking that of people no he is expanding consciousness and he is a spirituality guru so that's for the spirituality so age group people i speak and share for those who want to move into 5d land it's an infinite higher human consciousness potential experience land okay dealing with the unknown uncertainty unwanted from your own brain your own thinking brain and then following your own heart your own beating heart you the human you uh, and going with your flow you the human you so your thoughts your actions your words your everyday your feelings all of what is you in an inner growth mindset that follows your heart and that allows you to be yourself not me yourself and i explain and share with you also experiences of how this is possible because i'm in my own infinite higher human consciousness potential experience and a mystic that is in 5d land and beyond and so the channeled guidance is something but it's not in the way that 4d land likes to do their stuff because 4d is speaking to people who need to be told where they're headed i'm not speaking to people who need to be told where they're headed i'm speaking to people who know that they want to be the best version of you the human you want build your relationships too i don't use my time with those who are looking to uh basically tend to other aspects before you can even you know it is what it is i'm here to help people be themselves so if you're not your own priority i'm not here for for those people is what i'm saying. i'm here for those who make themselves a priority because they understand what a love cycle is and here's the thing if you can't love yourself you can't love another person which is unfortunate to see many people who think uh very differently and on that note what we learn from our lovely lovely own experiences who's we the 5D love cycle people with an oversoul twin flames soulmates all of it is something that because we are specifically our own safe haven secure bases and we move consistently the love cycle people to expand in consciousness we move into enlightenment in our own timing you need to use your own safe haven secure base brain your own krishna leela shiva and kali so here's where 
when we are dealing with any one of our oversoul pieces, <coughs> as we move into here, we do know that it's never, ever, ever a waste of time. But we know that when we say, what a waste of time, that that's our moment to remember, wait a minute, no, let's evaluate, because the waste of time is a bullshit sentence, and it's coming from a dislike. And that's because we're objective human beings with ourselves. If we say it's unfair, we will say, no, where's the dislike? Okay, where's the heartbreak? Where's the expectation? Where's the child that is seeking a parent which we don't need or want because we're not a child? Thank you, Terry Real. We are mindful of ourselves and we only create mindful relationships. So we will not put our emotions upon another human being. And if we by accident do that because we all will learn to grow up, we who, the love cycle people, shame have to get to love once they're in love with themselves and they're no longer defective with some shame cycle that gives them a bunch of ways to continue to disregard their dysregulated nervous system, to disregard that their addictive behaviors are maladaptive responses to unresolved trauma, to disregard that the physical desire to consume something beyond your capacity to control it or in defiance of all rules of common sense or, let's see, any type of addictive relationship or an addiction to anything, you know, that you want that thing, that, that's going to make me happy. That's going to be busy, 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 busy. Oh, yeah, they use a lot of yoga. I see people using yoga. You know how they use it? They, they excessively become compulsive or running or any of that. So anything that a person is doing in a way that is, um, again, if they're not aware of what it means to be in energy high, energy low, in the middle, they're not paying attention to themselves. They don't actually care about being themselves. So if you are instead, here's what happens. Again, once you reach that love cycle, you can see, okay, my charge state is on. Let me bring myself to the middle. Let me get out of my adaptive child, the disciple, non-disciple, or compulsive. Let me become my own Zen master, and then let me go and have Zen master conversations. So you cannot heal what you do not acknowledge. And because people don't acknowledge that they are a person, so she uses the word process. You're not a process even though, yes, you are, but you're a conscious human being who can use your brain. So explaining things is explaining things. You can use any formula. I bring to you the human element and the spirituality and spiritual are part of my keep, but I bring to you, here's your human blueprint to make sense of this stuff and now put it into practice. Hyper and hypo are not your optimal human nervous system state being. They're in your reptilian nervous system response. You're in yellow or red, fight, flight, fright, or freeze. Doesn't matter. You're going to not be the optimal version of you. Optimal version, ventral vagal nerve. It's you in the middle. So equanimous and neutral and able to say, oh, wow, I'm exchanging ideas with the person. So the charge states, we learn how to be in our zero as we move into it, which is why our actual actions and our words match and our energies match in time as well when you are doing already significant aspects in your life it's because you know your own passions and joy you're your own secure base and safe haven without the thumbs up or down of your family of origin so people who are love cycle they don't do uh, tell me it's good 
people out of shame will have had things that they did that were not part of their own desires or interests. And once they recognize that their addictive behaviors are maladaptive responses to their own shame cycle, unresolved trauma, will always have a shame cycle until you are a person who doesn't have unresolved trauma. And that means that you will have charged states that are sleeping. They can be awoke as a person who's objective. This is where you say, I'm so sorry. I came into your space. I was not supposed to be in your space. Let me take steps back and let me acknowledge the uncomfortableness that you are in and remember it for good so that I can disengage from invading a space. This is very important because dysregulated and modulated embodied individuals, the adaptive children who are in shame cycles only do shame, blame, fault, revenge. They only have inner critic and outer critic and their loop thinking is where in their brains they're overgeneralizing. They're not transforming their predictions to zero. No, they keep on thinking evil exists and so they're battling consistently humanity and each other. So they continue to compete and they need power and control. This is why they won't be aware of their charge state. They can do all the yoga they want. They won't be using that yoga in any way because they won't acknowledge, shit, my charge state here, my unfairness, these words that I'm using, all of this shit is not actually accurate. They don't recognize their karma, likes, dislikes. They can hear this. They won't do it. I've seen people. They talk to me like they're spiritual. They're not. They're nowhere near it. They have no idea that what they're spitting out of their mouth, that to a person who's loving, that's evil. So whenever somebody wants to say to a person who knows of love and knows of human suffering and knows that there is not this hell or heaven the way people talk about it, because we're connected again to consciousness, again, the love cycle, enlightenment, so age of person, we don't have a question. It's physics, energy. Once you die, you're not going to be the same person you were in this lifetime. Like my lovely divine masculine friend made a point to share with me. And I'm like, yep, I know that already, which is why Maria is going to make the best of Maria. And here's where those who are married to the ancients will say, well, that's the ego. You're not. This is where people go with spirituality. And that's all they do. Enlightenment, so age group, we're like, okay, people, your story's great. Here's some science, too. Now you can either see it and know they're not competing One's telling you something, and, you know, I'm sorry to say there are moments where science disproves the stories. So sorry that individuals are not objective enough to know when they've gotten cognitive dissonance and now they're seeking confirmation bias. It's a scam. They're lying to you. And then they go fanatic on you. So there you go. The people in the middle, we actually know middle means nobody's competing. You use tools. Yoga is a tool. Science is a tool. It's information. Ma samadhi samadhi. That's an empowered individual because their brain is not being led by only a group of pieces of information that confirm their own opinion. So if one day someone were to come to say to me, ah, your evil thing, no, no. Up till now, all I've seen is that what I say about how evil doesn't exist, yeah, that they still use the word, this is because there's still more empirical data for our lovely human science people to build and as they will build it they will talk about there being no free will no really it's it's something for the future which personally you all know this i've shared it with you this is why the 5d of right now is going to 
have people who want to only be in the spirituality process to do that. And I mean, Sadhguru, when he said in one of his speeches, this is going to be my last <clears throat> lifetime, and he's also said science is going to prove everything that is spirituality. At first, I said in my brain, he can't really claim that because who knows, he might change his mind because usually, you know, you can, as you're about to die, change your mind. But then, as I gained knowledge of the future and what it's going to be, I said, oh, okay, now I got it. And that's the part where when you're contemplating this the mind of a person who's in infinite consciousness, we speak like anybody else, but we are not fixed and set in stone. And on that note, this is why when my one, one of my friends said to me, you're a hypocrite, when we were talking about hypocrisy, their example was because you say this and that and A and B, and then you change and C and D. So the relationship for the right and left brain mode person, a love cycle person, a person who's tapped into the infinite consciousness sphere, which is where enlightenment is, will navigate with the ability to see A and B, and although they contradict for a person who's from their left mode, for us it doesn't contradict because we see the relationality between the two. Furthermore, we're not afraid of being in the unknown, so we leave the, uh, the parts that don't match, that don't make sense, we're like, ah, it'll fill in in time, we know it will, okay? Which is also why we don't get disrupted when with our oversoul relationships, we have things take place. The whole twin flame, flames, and soulmates and all that stuff. And so for those episodes, there's paid subscription-based model content. But right now, for all relationships in general, uh, your ability to be your own safe haven, secure base, is because you've chosen love. And you've moved out of shame for those of you who have. And on that note, you know how to be compassionate beyond a reason. And you keep moving in the green every time you meet any person. The people that are part of your journey right now, you know the ones who will be a part of the future. For my mystics, this is. And those who won't. And it is because you know your own future. And this isn't set in stone. This is in our mind's eye. This is in a way that we feel participant. And as Patrick McNamara points out with his studies on the religious self, the people who became in the past and still today, for those who only do the spirituality process stuff, shamans after the demonic dreams and don't get possessed, it's because they're during REM sleep, your trauma memory is trying to restore itself to normal memory, and so they will have made it through. And really what I'm going to gauge, I haven't read the book yet, is that you will have worked with your emotional plane, meaning your nervous system. You will have expanded your window of tolerance. Because when you wake up from these dreams, the emotion is what carries with you. It's a very specific one. Um, and here's where, on a note, for any of you who are just now moving into your 5D. So maybe you have twin flame or soulmate. Okay, you have a relationship with your oversoul that is of a type that involves you picking up on their thoughts and feelings. This is also something explained by neuroscience, like um, even Stephen Porges with the polyvagal theory, 
it's called imprinting and or it's like this wiring so science has a way they talk about um mind reading and all this it's just not as popular and i don't know enough about it in my vocabulary yet to bring it forth so on that note i do have the personal experience of having my oversoul and in moments of peak ascension always perceiving them so when we had in the years of the pandemic there were a lot of my loved ones from my oversoul going through i say a lot because it was a lot of different people that did not move into 5d uh, they in fact are in a space of 4d mysticism and they have decided on their idea of the predictions of where the earth is going and all that stuff so they're not budging in fact they're just following their own uh, leaders the ones who give them a sense of safety and this is where they're all non-disciples because the minute you have decided for the entire planet where everybody's going you're not expanding anything you're, you don't believe in human evolution or consciousness so you're not you're not going anywhere and you're condemning with your own uh, eye because they're in their own thoughts condemning every day humanity to the shitty reality that they decided to follow because they believe in the middle the 4d bandwidth is the evil good so it's people who stay in limited consciousness because they don't know about shame cycles and heartbreak gut wrench and here where addiction is not something uh, that is a uh, needing to be stigmatized it's maladaptive responses to unresolved trauma and our society is not supportive was not now we're gaining awareness of how you don't want to be busy 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 you don't want to treat you know people like an object you don't want to uh pursue social status because that means shit it means nothing to a person who moves into their 5d-ness it's a it's a word it's a word that means something from the medieval times a human life is more important than the social status the people who don't like this they're the ones who are not moving in the direction and they are the ones who are staying in their predictions. So they, they talk about a lot of things. So I'm not going to go down that path. <clears throat> the people who are moving towards the expanded version, we know everything is uh, moving along and every day matters. Every day matters when it comes to how you use your thoughts. So disengaging from doomsday predictions for the entire humanity species is a very important spot but before people can get there, they must have an ability to stop their own brain from doomsday for their own stuff, which is in fact not what people focus on. So stale energy and energy that yogis will say is stuck because they use these words. A 5D person will not use the word stuck. Nobody's stuck. You will either take in information acknowledge it and that means you if you're 5d it's oneness consciousness your head and your body are in your awareness so this means that you take note how am i using my thoughts you take note how am i treating my body you don't need a yogi to tell you this then you take note of your energy you take note without shame of your energy this is love cycle i'm speaking only from love cycle at this point so the defectiveness cycle is something a person will choose to move beyond when they meet compassion beyond a reason. If you are self-empowered, you've moved into beyond this shame 
invisible, this, this mask, and you will have noticed. And so if you still have unresolved trauma, you know of it, and you tend to it. So you work with your window of tolerance. You tend to your emotion. As I was saying, when you wake up from dreams that are not just dreams and that are involving your oversoul, they are persistently going to be there because those same individuals are going through something does not mean that they're expanding. It could mean they're contracting. And if they're contracting and not learning to take and expand from it, contracting too much, you implode, expanding. Oh, so if you only contract, you implode. If you only expand, you explode. And the reality is, though, a person would not be in either of those scenarios because if you do contracting, here's what I'm going to say. Contracting means that a person will deny themselves the ability to move beyond their maladaptive pattern and it will then become their way of life. And we have different soul age groups. And I've seen people that have become their identity in a contracted way. They have become what their family of origin told them they would become. I have also seen people who expanded and this means they have an inflated ego and they allow themselves to be in a state of thinking that they know everything and they continue to live their illusion with the way that grandiose people do is they surround themselves with people who follow them like a you know, flock. There's plenty of them out there. So that is the uh, explosion, quote unquote. They expand just in their own realm and that's it. You just see that. that there's no moderation. The person who becomes aware that you don't need to do contracting or expansion because there's a natural flow you follow when you are doing you, that's where a person takes everything that comes their way and makes the best of it. When we're picking up on our oversoul, we don't know what they're doing with their expansion or contraction. And what you learn is simply put, you're going to decide on your own what to do with your intuitive stuff. Those of us who have a love cycle, we like to support our people because we're safe havens, secure bases for ourselves. We have everything we want and we do everything we want every day. And so what we contemplate is how can we be a support to each other? The part that is sad is that the people who don't uh, love themselves, they don't treat our love when that uh, moment comes in a way that is of Zen master, we'll put it that way, because they have trauma behaviors that take uh, the lead. So their adaptive child will do the big C. Their maladaptive response is, I'm going to control the situation, maintain power. Mm, I do not trust, and they come up with whatever it is they, they've already strategized. So people who don't move into a sort of embodied self, they don't actually move into love. 
And I've seen that recently. So a very beautiful person healing themselves, still modulated. And in fact, the way they describe how they use their brain is completely not in the in, It's not optimized. It's a person who, like any other person that I've met, who's in 4D, 3D, and other soul aid troops. So they actually do not engage in their ventral vagal. They only use their brain in a way that strategizes, uh, thinking that people will want to harm them, not harm them. So wherever there could be opportunity for expansion, they're not going to take it because they're already in an invisible fight that doesn't exist because they believe in evil, pure and simple. Long story short, when you meet that, what you're going to meet is not evil. It's going to be unkind behavior and uh, unkind accusations and unkind words and a lot of unkind things. And I use the word kind just because it's usually a person who is, again, blinded by their own charge states or people for that matter, because it can also be groups. I've, I've had those situations uh, as well, like with the panic attack stuff, when I explain to people aspects, uh, it seems to trigger their window of tolerance because they don't know that they can handle themselves and then they're now reacting to a person who's saying, here's how to handle it, Uh, here's what you could do. The part about sharing, you'll notice that those of you who are 5DC, it doesn't look any different for the people who don't know how to be their Zen master. They will think that you are like any other person, and that's okay, because we are. We're all, we're all in each other's business, because we care. The ones who care for real, we're not trying to prove points, and so we don't respond to unkind yellow or red with yellow-red. We respond with green, and that's with ventral vagal, and that's really with blunt, straightforward, whatever it is that's on our mind. Now, does it mark... Yes, it marks you in the sense of we always will remember how our own uh, desire to support people will need to be gauged on the inputs of those we interact with. It's called respect. So when people don't want your love, you respect that. When people want your love, you learn how to feel safe about it because this is the part of our mysticism it's that we don't know who's open to their expansion and who's not. And so, again, it's not evil that you meet when you're with people who have safety behaviors that are traumatic from their unresolved trauma. It's their maladaptive responses, and they're not acknowledging that they have trauma. They have what is, quote-unquote, stuck energy. It's not stuck. They're in hyper or hypo. And what they're in is yelling at someone or being shame, blame, fault, revenge with someone or manipulation, gaslighting, ghosting, all these, I'm going to block and friend, all these exaggerated things when, as Michael Yapko states, people don't know how to handle each other. It's all adaptive children. So the Zen masters know how to stay Zen masters because we've chosen, again, the ones of you who are in love, you know what I'm talking about. We've chosen compassion. We've chosen forgiveness we've chosen that the past is the past we know what a heart is and we know that people who can use it will always use it and those who can't they don't need more of those who can't they don't need anything except for a sounding board really or space and you know space is created in many different ways and that's where 
when you're gauging how to handle your intuitiveness, you always expand thanks to your oversoul. Remember, our family helps us to move beyond our likes and our dislikes. So if you're sharing any type of aspect with your loved ones, you're doing so with no objective except for I'm sharing. There's nothing that you want in return. There's nothing that you're doing for an outcome. That's where it's at. No intent except for the desire of you to share something with another, which is where the self, in that moment, like I said, when there's a reactiveness of unkindness, you don't respond by faulting, blaming, shaming, or revenging the tone and the charge state. Of course, we all have our own triggers. We apologize always if we have been triggered. I know I've done it. I still do it. Every time I, it happens, of course it happens. I got kids around me sometimes, adults, all of it. So the part about apologizing is because you work with when your charge states come up. You don't shame yourself. Oh, I'm so sorry. And that's why nobody's perfect. Again, we all have our moods and we all will have our two-year-old. You learn how to handle, I'm sorry, my two-year-old came about. Let me try it again tomorrow. And you're not going to, again, make a big deal out of it. And if a person makes a big deal out of it, well, guess what? That's something you will learn how to handle. So you'll learn how to not be around and engaged in specific interactions with those who do not lift you up when you are in a moment where your two-year-old was triggered. Why? Because if they're not supporting you to expand, they don't know how to handle your two-year-old. They're not supporting you to expand. So you learn how to try and disengage because you're not expanding together. And so here, twin flame, soulmate, doesn't matter. Nobody is uh, in any kind of category or race in the sense of, ah, they have to be the one. Uh, The one, you would know the one for various reasons. And this is also that illusion, meaning you're whole, you're the one. Uh, And if there is a one, they're going to consistently, every day of your life, be safe haven, secure base, not in the middle. So that means if your two-year-old comes out, they're not going to shame you, blame you, fault you, or revenge you. They're not going to make you feel like crap. They're going to support you. If it gets in a space of, "Mm, your anger is a little bit too much here. There's, okay, how do we want to handle this? Because I don't, this doesn't help me to feel good about sharing with you. I can't. And so you meet each other where you know there's the growth. It isn't about changing each other either, though. Because if, let's say, somebody has... A specific disorder and there's no way to get out of it there's a way that you can understand it this is where we accept each other so I was telling a person if I had ever been with an individual who had been diagnosed let's say borderline or some diagnosis that is impactful I would not ditch them in any way shape or form that would be ridiculous and I would learn how to work with whatever it is they need of course I would Speak up with whatever I need to. This is the part of being Zen masters, people. You speak clearly. Here's where I'm vulnerable again and again and again and again. Here's where I don't feel fulfilled again and again and again. This isn't a journey of let me, you know, I was a child when I believed in the promise in a way that I was taught with God as love. I grew up and it's not God, it's energy. And it's still the same. It's not about free will either. If I, I don't even have to put that in the equation. It's about two people or more because polyamory, 
knowing how to speak from a fierce, loving heart because vulnerability is you actually knowing what it means to live life. And a 5DC relationship, FYI, is here. Nobody is going to say to someone, you're evil. No, you're not evil. Let's see what's going on here because obviously something's up. The tone doesn't matter if your two-year-old comes out or not. If a person can't handle your two-year-old, you know what? A safe haven, secure base, a master of themselves will say, okay, um, so you're not going to be able to accept this trait of mine? Fine, great and dandy. Then we obviously don't have a meeting. We cannot meet here because it's not going to work. We love people, all of us, but differentiated selves, those who have true self-empowerment, there's some things, and if it's part of your personality or if it's part of an equation, you're not going to be like, oh, you don't have to cancel relationships unless they're physically threatening. Most people, they don't have relationships with each other because they just don't commit to forever. They don't commit to love. So choosing love, very straightforward. Come on back for more. Our functional adult love language, it's amazing. And we keep on expanding those relationships to the most amazing levels of fierce love. Have a great day.